Hello, this is Walnut Grove Baptist Church's podcast. We are in Carthage, Texas, and that is in Panola County. Our pastor is Reverend David P. Mitchell, and our Sunday school teacher, our Bible study teacher, is Deacon Glenn Wade. But thank you so much for joining us, and you'll be joining this uh, current episode that's in progress. Our Father, our God, our Creator, we thank you for life, health, and strength on last night and early rising this morning. Now, Lord, we ask that if God will be with us on this afternoon as we get to study your word, apply your word, and live your word. We ask you, bless the teacher, bless the students, that it all be receptive unto your word. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thank God. All right. Good evening, everyone, and Deacon Wade, we're in your hands. All right, initiating renewal. For something that needs renewing, it probably has been in a bad condition. So what's in need of repair? Well, you got the wall, and you got Jerusalem. And really... The, the wall in Jerusalem is in uh, need of repair because uh, man, uh, this man that, that, that God had created in his own image and this Israelis that uh, were God's chosen people and they dwelt in his chosen city of Jerusalem had, 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 had ceased to worship him, had uh, started to worship all of God's, which caused, which is what really caused the wall and uh, Jerusalem to fall. Because when we think about the wall, you think about, I always think about Jericho. The Israelis could not defeat Jericho until God bought the wall down. Uh, the uh, uh, Gentiles that came and defeated uh, the Israelis could not uh, defeat them until actually Jerusalem wall protection was God. We had a, a physical wall, but the real wall of protection was God. So in need of repair, you got the wall, you got Jerusalem. But the main thing is, is about it's about man. Man was in need of repair, and who's going to repair it? Well, God is going to lead it, and He's going to choose Nehemiah uh, to be His 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 leader. And we're always looking for great leaders in this country, uh, well, in this world, really. And one of the things that we like more than anything else now is great leaders. We often refer to uh, Martin Luther when it comes to leadership as uh, concerning the blacks. And we like to think of of, uh, presidents and so forth as great leaders, but uh, really in the last decade or however we want to look back, Martin Luther has set the example for how a great leader should be. He needs to be a visionary, and a visionary is is is, is he being having the ability to to foresee things and 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 take charge and 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 assess a situation and be able to come up with 
uh, uh, solution. So when in Nehemiah in this lesson here, he looks, goes to Jerusalem, the, uh, and Jerusalem has undergone so much destruction, the, uh, desolation, damage, and uh, has all kind of dreadful condition brought on it by the sins of the people of God. This city, uh, Jerusalem, a place where God was to be found, uh, a holy city, is for the most part lying in ruins, rubbish and ashes. Uh, the enemies of, of God and his righteousness have ruined and disfigured that which was designed to represent the best in God. It, it, and and uh, the city really is representation of those chosen people that are the best in him. And now uh, they have lost the divine favor of God. So this uh, picture is one of a destructive and broken fallen man lying in a state of uh, ruin and destruction and rubbish and field, the decay that no longer uh, uh, has the uh, the, uh, ability to restore himself because he has Man has fallen from God's grace. And so now uh, in this lesson today, we see how Nehemiah lets us know that even though that uh, man has fallen, God is aware of his fallen state and, and, and he's willing to resurrect us out of rubbish and ashes and, and restore us to where we are, where we once was. Uh, salvation is about uh, restoring fallen man. So he's going to restore uh, Jerusalem to his uh, former state. And Nehemiah becomes kind of a uh, uh, type of a Jesus Christ uh, uh, one that in, uh, maybe a Holy Spirit that infuses a life back into uh, a desolate place. Um, he so many times Christ uh, um, was able to to speak and, and, and bring back to life. He brought Lazarus back from the dead. So uh, Nehemiah is going to, uh, with God, uh, uh, guide us and help, is going to be one one of the, because there was many prophets that was in uh, br- uh, bringing back uh, Jerusalem. Uh, but Nehemiah is going to be kind of that kind of person that's going to bring some life back into, into Jerusalem and, and help to rebuild the wall. And we find that when we are in a, in a helpless and hopeless state, uh, we're not having the power uh, to change our fallen condition. It's only God that can bring and can intervene and, and, and bring us back from this state. Man is not able to save himself. Uh, so we find that only God can turn a downward direction of man into an upward direction. So in the first outline, uh, he's talking about uh, Jeremiah's inspection of the city. So he says, I came to Jerusalem and was there three days. So Jeremiah didn't didn't make a hasty decision when he came to Jerusalem. He he took the time to uh, evaluate things. And he says, I rose in the night, and I and some few men with me, uh, neither told I any man what my God had put in my heart to do with the reason. 
Neither was there any beast with me, save the beast that I rode upon. So, so Jeremiah isn't isn't, isn't coming. Of, um, I'm, I'm sorry, I said Jeremiah. I meant ne- Nehemiah. I'm sorry, Nehemiah uh, came and not as not as a uh, uh, fanfare or anything, but he came just him and a few men, and he and the only thing he had with him was the beast he was riding on. And it said that uh. And went out by the night, by the gate of the valley, even before the dragon well, into the drunken court, and viewed the wall of Jerusalem, which was broken down, and the gate thereof were consumed with fire. So like Nehemiah, who was who came to Jerusalem on a mission to examine the condition of Jerusalem and its walls, so does God in his mission come to each and one of us. Uh, to access the deplorable state that fallen man and, and see how much work will be needed to restore us to our rightful relationship with God. And so, uh, and, and so uh, verse 14 says, Then I went on to the gates of the fountain and the king's pool, but there was no place for the beast that was under me to pass. So the, the, he's talking about the, the deplorable condition that, that uh, Jerusalem and the wall is in, and that it, it is so much destruction and torn down so bad until you can't even uh, uh, ride an animal through it. Uh, it. It's just that much destruction that is happening. And verse 15 says, Then I went up in the night by the brook and viewed the wall and turned back and entered into the gates of the valley and so remained. Uh, so when the, when the inspection was made, there was nothing found uh, worthy of service. Every part of, uh, of, the, of the Jerusalem and the wall was, was thoroughly destroyed. And when we think about fallen man, every part of man was on the uh, the inspection of God and 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 man uh, man was full of wickedness and evil, selfish and and unloving thoughts. So his body was mangled, distorted, and overcome with ungodly condition and behavior. And so uh, his thinking was that of the world, and he acted as though the world owed him something. You know, we find out before they was taken into exile and before Jerusalem was destroyed. Uh, these uh, Israeli had come under the condition of worshiping all of gods, and and they've got away from what God had taught them uh, they should be. So the state of the human condition uh, was in bad need of the Lord. And then it uh, talks about in verse uh, sixteen and 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 majority of the verses it talks about that how. Uh, the inspection was made without the assistance of others. In other words, Jeremiah is looking for this uh, as, as a as a servant of God, and he's not taking in uh, what other people say because he's going to be led by God on how he wants him to do. It. And you can see it in the, in the, how many times they use it in these past verses that I've read. They used the word "I," and it said "I came." In other words. He came to Jerusalem, and he says, I rose. 
and I went. Then I went on. Then I went up. Knew not whether I went. So all these are talking about how he is, is God's eyes and how he is, is going to be uh, viewed. And what, what God uh, is accessing him, because God is all-powerful and all-knowing, and all so God knows. But he's given Jeremiah a chance to, to uh, access the situation with him. If if we're gonna, I said Jeremiah. I said Jeremiah again. I meant Nehemiah. Thank you. Uh, giving Nehemiah a chance to assess the situation with him again. And as uh, Nehemiah looks at the situation, if you are able to uh, by letting uh, Nehemiah go and assess the situation, it's it's like. Uh, Martin Luther King can uh, he become a great uh, uh, proponent of, of, of civil rights because he's living the situation. He's able to see things uh, the way they really are. So he gives uh, Nehemiah a chance to see the condition of things as, as they really are. That way he'll be more able to focus uh, on the condition and explain them to others what he's going to try to do. So as he accepts the condition, uh, and he's the the restoring builder, uh, he's able to uh, access how he thinks this thing should go. And then I said to them, you see the distress that we are in, how Jerusalem lies waste, and at the gate thereof are burnt with fire. Come, let us build up the walls of Jerusalem that we be no more in reproach. So when they think of the state of man, and again, this this wall and and, and, this, and this Jerusalem, uh, many theologians is talking, believe that he's talking about the state of man. Because uh, Jerusalem, though it is a city and it is a wall and it did exist, it, it all came down because fallen man came down. God didn't protect it as long as man stayed true to God. So when we think of uh, the fallen, the sinful, wicked, evil, rude of the world, and looking at this lesson in regards to uh, present state of man, uh, we lead to believe that this lesson is not about the city. It's about rebuilding, uh, about rebuilding the wall uh, to fortify the city. It is about uh, God who came and took a broken and ruined, dilapidated soul and 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 going to restore it uh, back to his former life. So Nehemiah assessed the condition of the city and the wall was that a, a ruining waste, and 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 that's what man is was. It, he was ruining waste. Uh, Nehemiah's knowledge and power and the skill to examine the condition of the city and the wall and 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 make a a a, a, a wise decision, and that's what a uh, visionary is able to do. He's able to access the situation. Uh, his, his his engineering ability made it easy for him to see the, the damage that were and determine the best plan for rebuilding it. We think about rebuilding it as an as the wall and stuff. God is the architect of the human soul. He knows the inner working of man. What went into man into the original creation because he created us. And how long man's parts are in the last, and how easy man to make up is subject to break down. 
So he knows, God knows the mind of man. If it's exposed to evil, how it will become evil. Uh, so he knows what, what it needed to do to, to restore it. So God is going to lead me, uh, Nehemiah in the best condition to do it. And God's plan to safeguard man from doing wrong kind of exposure. He uses his word, his will, and the Holy Spirit who will warn us of the danger of, of, of staying in this arena too long. And, and so he's using these things to get us back to where he wants us to be. So he says, come and let us build up the wall of Jerusalem that we will be no more in reproach. God is the only one who can raise up man out of the ashes and rubbish and make him right again. We think about that when we when we talk about how Peter, who who denied Christ three times, uh, it, it took uh, Jesus, the one that could go to Peter and 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 uh, and ask Peter three times, "Do you love me?" And, uh, and he and Peter answered yes, and he tells him to feed my sheep. So it's God that can 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 restore us out of uh, whatever condition he we've in. So God has can raise us up and set our feet firm um, on, on solid ground. It is God that went to Rahab, who was caught in prostitution, and and raised her from out out of her fallen condition. It's God that that uh, went to the prodigal son uh, and, and was able to take him out of the pig pen and bring him back. Uh, uh, restore him back to what uh, the grandeur that is that he was used to. So then it has. Uh, then I told him uh, of the hand. So now he's going to go ahead and tell the people uh, uh, about what is happening. He said, "Then I told him of the hand of my God, which was good upon me, and also the king's word that he had spoken unto me." And they said, "Let us rise up and build." So they strengthened their hands for the good work. So God has, has a time set uh, to do what he uh, He wills us to do. Uh, then I told him of the hand of my God, which was upon me. Uh, God does not execute his plan before his time, or he's not going to delay any aspects of his plans from his time. God is always on time. He's a progressive element in the work of God. When the time is right, God will act. So God, it's not time for God to act on this plan. You know that Jerusalem has been in desolation for a long time, and man has been uh, in his bad condition for a while. So he says that, and they and said, let us rise up and build us. So they strengthened their hands for the work. Of the for the good work, so everyone that God raises up from the ashes of sinful, of sin, immediately demonstrates a willingness to serve. Uh, so many times when God touches us and, and sets us back on the right path, uh, we become motivated to do the good work. Uh, you can uh, under, you can tell uh, uh, a, 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 a person by the fruit they bear. So when you see a person that's beginning to uh, 
to demonstrate uh, the work and, and do the, the job that God has asked them to do. You realize that God has touched them. Uh, so they become motivated to do the work that God has them to do. That's why uh, they can they can say uh so they strengthen their hands for the for the good work. In other words, they got ready to do the good work. Uh so God has moved in, in this situation. He has his leader, and this leader has the ability to motivate people. Uh he's accessed the situation. He's told them what they need to do. Uh uh Nehemiah is leading them in the in the direction that he would have them to go. He's a visionary. And though it, the scripture probably doesn't tell all that he's done, he set a plan in action for them to do. But then any time you have uh, God work beginning to take, first, take place, God warns us in scripture about what's going to happen. So verse 19 tells us, but when uh, Sanballat and the Haranot and the Tubalai, the servant, and the Ammonite, and Gershom, and Arabah, I think I will name right, heard it, they laughed us to scorn and despised us and said, what is this thing that you do where you rebel against the king? When man's heart is overcome with jealousy and envy and the like, all that is needed to inflame them is hearing the work that is being done for the good of humanity. Whenever you find somebody doing some good works, the critics and the enemies of good held within them hatred and harm toward others, they, it, it comes out. It, it maybe it's been land dominant until something good is posted that that awakens it and causes it to surface. So now these uh, and I'm not gonna try to say their names again because it's uh, but that Sembalot and 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 the Harnite and and then this other guy they all now is, is beginning to demonstrate and protest against the work. Um, and you would think everybody would join in because Jerusalem has to be restored. But instead of everyone joining in, uh, uh, there's one that, that's going to create a, a opposition to it. Uh, they're going to come and they're going to try to find something wrong with it. Uh, we find out when, when others cannot do what, uh, sometimes it's about not being able to do what you're doing. Uh, they try to halt it. Uh, by drawing some kind of distraction. They may, may even lie uh, uh, uh cause some kind of taxes to, to end God's work. Uh, they said they laughed at the work that they were doing. And, uh, their hope was to put uh, them to open shame. In other words, they go, uh, that was the first thing that they were going to do, and, and therefore they would stop the work. Uh, secondly, they, they scorned the, the labor work. These enemies degraded the work, uh, uh, the workers, and, and his work. Uh, and then, the thirdly, they manifest their hatred of the work of God. They had no legitimate reason for any of their strong arm tactics. All they were doing was trying to stop the work that 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 God had had put in place. 
so anytime we find that anytime we're trying to do God's work, there will be uh, people that would, will come out and, and, and try to do something uh, to stop the work of God. They claim that uh, was doing some of the things they said was what some of the things that they were doing was not even legal. In other words, they, they, they find where you, um, uh, and they said, what are you doing? Uh, will you rebel against the king? In other words, they were saying that uh, the king hadn't authorized this. When all else failed, the enemies of good would try to find some legal reason to halt the work. Little did they know that when the people of God engage in his in the work of God, it's always within the legal realms of divine justice. Because God does not work outside of his justice, nor does he command his servants to do anything that is illegal. So all the things that they tried to do to stop the good work of restoring Jerusalem and, and the wall has now come to shame because they can't legally find anything wrong with it. So verse 20 says, Then answered I them and said unto them, The God of heaven, he will prosper us. Therefore we, his servant, will arise and build. But you have no part, nor right, nor uh, memorial in Jerusalem. Uh, so Nehemiah has just told them, it's answered them and said, the God of heaven, uh, he will prosper us. Because when you're doing the work of God, he's going to make sure that, 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 that of what you're doing, it's going to prosper. Uh, and, and it's going to work out. Just remember that whatever you're doing, if it's, if it's God's will, uh, it ain't nothing nobody can do for it or do to it. It's all in the hand of God. So the God of heaven, God of heaven, will prosper us. So he set the situation in and up the way he wanted it to be. Um, take it away from this lesson. God would have us to know that our fallen condition is not beyond restoring. We can do nothing that is so bad, so evil, so wicked, so murderous to cause God to cast us aside. He will be there when we fall and where we have fallen. God stand ready to raise us up from the hints we have fallen. Whatever we do, God is there. He's such a merciful and good God. He's there to lift us out of our, uh, our, our bad condition. Uh, we just need to repent of whatever sins we've uh, uh, we've been in and, and accept him as our Lord and Savior. And he will elevate us to a position that he wants us to be. And that's basically what I'm taking away from this lesson. Comments from anybody? Uh, for the teacher and to class, uh, thank you, Deacon Way. Uh, we just have to. I, I when I was examining this lesson, uh, and then you look at initiating a renewal. Initiating that means somebody had to start it. Somebody, you know how we talk about the situation, but we never do anything about it. So when you initiate it, somebody had mm -hmm. to. 
be the one to start it and, and, and take charge. Being renewal, uh, it's been done, but it's been messed up. So we need to re reevaluate and redo it. So Nehemiah here, and uh, we look at he went through some steps, and that's how it is at the church or anything in society. As we look at it, we have to do it in a step because you just can't do it all at once. Because Nehemiah showed us that when he did it in steps, uh, he said that uh, Nehemiah he inspected. So in other words, he inspected. Uh, inspected uh, the walls. He he observed it. He went out and he looked at it and he saw the condition of it. And uh, and he realized. And when you were reading the lesson, you realized that he was sent by God. And he said that Nehemiah revealed that he was on a mission from God. And when you initiate something, uh, and you renew. You ought to be able to uh, let God lead you. We ought to be able to follow the footsteps of God. And so Nehemiah was showing us that he was uh, had inspected uh, the situation. Now he's doing, he knew God had his hand on him because now he's on a mission from God because we cannot change nothing ourselves. We had to do it by the will of God because I don't care how you look at the situation. Uh, people, you can't change nobody, but God could change them. So, you know, you got to ask God, let his will be done, or you let, uh, ask God, uh, to uh, touch the heart of man. And then Nehemiah uh, closes out, as you had said earlier, Nehemiah realized everybody's not going to get with the program. And that's how it is in anything you do. Uh, you're going to have some enemies. You're going to have some people that are uh, going to say it can't be done. But he even challenged uh, the enemy. And so in life, enemies going to be everywhere. People you know, going to say, well, I don't see it that way. I, I don't believe it can be done. But you got to challenge them and show them when you know that the Lord has his hand on you and he has led you and, he, and you on a mission. Uh, you, Paul said, I can do all things through Christ which scripted me. So we are thankful to God that Nehemiah is showing us that even through his trial, even through his mission, the enemy still tried to block it. The enemy still tried it, but he challenged them. Uh, and sometimes when you don't have to uh, say anything bad about your enemy or do anything, I mean, just just live it and just show it, and, and God will reveal that to the enemy. And sooner or later, they'll get with the program or they'll get away. So thank you. Uh, but Deacon, thank you, teacher, and thank you, uh, students, for a great lesson tonight. That is. All right, Chris. All right. Thank you again. We thank God for all of you. Uh, Brother Anthony, did anyone else get back on, or that was just it when we had? I believe we have uh, Ina and Erica and Sister King and the mouse my mother. Okay. okay. All right. We'll thank God for all of you that did uh, attend on tonight. We actually continue to pray for each and every one of us. We pray for somebody and pray for ourselves. All yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, anything else drawn to our attention? If not, uh, we'll get ready to close this section and uh, we'll get near to. Uh, 
the first Sunday. So this will be the third Sunday. So we're getting closer to coming back together again. All right. Well, Sister Mitchell? Sir? Where's well, Sister Mitchell? Oh, she she was right here, but she just went out. Just went. She just went out when I closed. Yes, sir. She's here. Hey, I ain't here to say nothing in a while. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, so she's here, but she, she went out. She just went out. Yes, sir. Okay. So, All right. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We adore you. We love you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for allowing us to study your word on tonight. Thank you for the teachers, students, and each and every one of the us be able to uh, apply it to our daily life. Now may the grace of God speak in me of the Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide. When his not and forevermore, shall we all say amen. 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 God, God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Walnut Grove Baptist Church Podcast. If you feel led to do so, you can leave a gift at bit.ly slash walnutgrovegiving. Thank you so much, and we'll see you in the next episode.